Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So we all know the clones that we got, well, in the Clone Wars. But did you guys know about these other kind of clones that Palpatine and Plagueis tried to create? The plan of the Sith to take their revenge against the Jedi was about 1,000 years in the making. While we don't know even a fraction of all the planning that went into their grand plan, I think it's pretty safe to say that what we saw in Episode 3 was probably not the Sith's first attempt at taking down the Jedi. I'm sure that there were failed attempts, and attempts that never even got started for one reason or another. I'm also sure that there was a lot of experimentation in creating their plan to determine what would work and what wouldn't. For instance, did you know that Darth Plagueis' master, Darth Tenebris, initially wanted to use a virus that would only attack Force users as a method to take out all Jedi? They worked for years trying to develop it, but could never quite get it right since there was no way to spread it throughout the entire galaxy and get all the Jedi at once. Plus, there wasn't a way to make the virus ignore dark side users of the Force. That's one example of the Sith experimenting in their quest to perfect their plan to destroy the Jedi. Another one is the topic of this video. We all know that the eventual Sith plan would be to create a clone army of highly effective killers that would spread throughout the galaxy, gain the trust of the Jedi, and then kill them when the time was right. This clone army was made after the genetic template of a bounty hunter named Jango Fett. We all know this, one of the most successful bounty hunters in the galaxy. Not only that, he was chosen by Dooku since he had proven his ability to take on Jedi Knights, even though Jango himself was not a Force user. Jango was also a human, which was easier for the Kaminoan cloners to clone than other species. So, he had a lot of things going for him which made him the ideal template. But did you know that Django, or even a human, wasn't the first cloning choice for Plagueis and Sidious. In the Legends novel, Darth Plagueis, we learn that Plagueis and Sidious originally had an entirely other species in mind for the clone army. It was the Yinchori species, who were a sentient, turtle-like reptilian species. They were strong, had great endurance, could endure tons of pain and heat, 
Plus, and this is the main reason I think that Plagueis wanted them, they were like the Huts and Tordarians and were immune to Jedi tricks. You can see right away why they would be perfect to use in a Jedi-hating army. Even Jango's clones weren't immune to the Jedi mind tricks. So. What happened to make the Sith decide to not clone the Yinjori? Well, if you recall from Episode 2, the Kaminoans tell Obi-Wan that during the cloning process, they altered Jango's original DNA to make the clones less aggressive than the original host, and also grew them so that they would obey any order without question. The Yinchori were naturally a very aggressive species, and also quite unpredictable. Many members of the species became mercenaries or pirates because it fit in so well with how the species naturally was. So in order to determine if the Yinchori were suitable candidates for a clone army, particularly against Jedi Knights, the Sith concoded a big test called the Yinchori Crisis. Basically, it was a mini-war against the Jedi. The Yinchori invaded a nearby moon, so the Jedi dispatched a couple of Jedi Knights to investigate. But as soon as they got there, the Yinchori killed them and dumped their bodies on Supreme Chancellor Valorum's doorstep on Coruscant. Now, if that's not a way to get the attention of the Jedi Council, then I don't know what is. As a result, Mace Windu leads a team of Jedi against the Yinchori who are covered in Cortosis armor, which in Legends was a metal that lightsabers wouldn't be able to cut through. In canon, it shorts out lightsabers on contact, so keep that in mind. Now in canon, Palpatine even experimented with covering the clone troopers with Cortosis as well, but Anakin, Thrawn, and Padme actually foil that part of the plan. Check out my video about it if you haven't already. So back to the Inchori Crisis, like most things in Star Wars, I could make multiple videos about the Crisis alone, but just to keep it brief, it suffices to say that the Yinchori lost this little war and were placed under Republic embargo and were worse off than before the crisis. Winning this little battle was never the goal of the Sith, though. They were pleased with their battle performance since seven Jedi died, including a member of the Council. The Yinchori proved themselves to be strong warriors, and Supreme Chancellor Valorum's standing was weakened after the conflict. However, none of these things were strong enough to convince the Sith that the Yinchori were the ideal clone army candidates. In the book, Darth Plagueis, we learn initially the plan had been devised as a test to see whether the Force suggestion resistant reptilian sentience could be fashioned into an anti-Jedi army. But in the same way that repeated attempts at replication by cloning had failed, all efforts to fashion them into an obedient army had proved futile. Custom made for aggression, they were but also unpredictable and unruly. So, in the end, they were just too wild to control, which is why they technically lost in the conflict. Plus, as you may have noticed, the Kaminoans struggled in cloning them in the first place, which is why they would later suggest to Plagueis that perhaps humans might be a better template. And so, we got Jango Fett. So could you imagine if this Yinchori clone army would have been created? it certainly would have made things different in the movies. Now, I personally love the Clone Wars episodes where it talks about their inhibitions. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass chips, which causes them to obey an order without question, but the entire Sith had planned and depended on Order 66 happening all at once. So even if a fraction of the Yinchori decided not to follow the order, 
then enough Jedi would have survived to stop the Sith. And this kind of plays true into Palpatine's mentality is that he needed numbers. He needed the clones to all be in unison when it came to Order 66. And this is partially why he changed from clones into just regular troops, aliens and humans alike, into stormtroopers, because he needed numbers. He didn't need the best anymore at that point. He just wanted a grand army of the Empire. So what do you guys think of this? Would you have wanted to see a non-human clone army? Let me know in the comments below. I hope you enjoyed this video, and I'll be covering lots more from the Darth Plagueis novel. It's one of my favorites. Have an awesome rest of your day, and until the next one, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Now, fulfill.